Welcome back to the channel. You've likely heard me talk about things like law, science, and political happenings. The intent is always the same, to help you preserve and protect your liberty, to protect your property, and gain a fact-based understanding of the things that are going on in the world around us, which may impact our lives. Today, I want to tell you about a scientific study that has profound implications, and I'm going to share a little something about my own life, which hopefully is of value to you. The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. Let's start with this. Dr. Albert Dinant, who is a psychiatrist, conducted a small but compelling study at the University of Toulouse, which showed that living in the state of ketosis has profound impact in improving the psychological and physical health of those with serious mental health issues. Now, if you think there's nothing in this presentation for you because you don't have serious mental health issues, stick with me, because even if you're completely mentally healthy, you're going to find out something really intriguing in just a few minutes. So what does it mean when we talk about somebody living in a state of ketosis? I'm sure you've all heard of the keto diet. What makes the keto diet effective is that it shifts your body from glucosis to ketosis, which is in and of itself a profound distinction. So in a practical sense, what does it mean to shift your body out of glucosis into ketosis? There are two and only two ways to fuel the 100 trillion cells in your body. One is to feed them glucose for energy. The other is to feed them fatty acids, primarily fatty acids and some ketones. There is no third option, and there is no way to function partly in one mode and partly in another mode. It's either or. Living in a condition where you fuel the cells of your body with fatty acids and the cells of the brain with ketones is known as being in a state of ketosis. Fueling the cells with glucose is what I call glucosis. Now, why do I say I call it glucosis. When I started doing my in-depth research, which eventually led to my publishing Body Science, I learned something a little bit odd. The medical community since the early 20th century has had a name for when we fuel the body with fatty acids and ketones, right? Ketosis. However, the medical community had absolutely no name for the mode where you fuel the 100 trillion cells of your body with glucose. So if using ketones is called ketosis, I deemed that using glucose should be deemed glucosis. Not only is your cellular fuel completely different between glucosis and ketosis, but pay attention here. I think you're going to find this really fascinating. How your body utilizes various nutrients is dramatically different between being in ketosis and being in glucosis. Let me give you an example. I've been living in a nutritional state of ketosis for Four and a half years, and probably two and a half years of those, the latter two and a half years has been carnivore. You're probably aware that if you, any human, doesn't consume a certain amount of vitamin C on a daily basis, over a period of time, he will develop scurvy. But all I eat is meat. That's it. I don't eat any food that contains vitamin C, nor do I supplement in any way, except for vitamin D because I work indoors. According to the National Institutes of Health, 
One can expect the symptoms of scurvy to appear within four weeks of not having any appreciable amount of vitamin C, and at the latest, three months after that. The U.S. Food and Nutrition Board fixes the minimum daily amount of vitamin C in order to avoid scurvy at 45 milligrams. While there are trace amounts of vitamin C in meat, and I do mean <laughs> minimalistic trace amounts of vitamin C, there is nowhere near, not even remotely enough, vitamin C to prevent scurvy. When you're living in glucosis, eating a bit more than two pounds of meat will give you about two tenths of one milligram of vitamin C. And a little bit more than two pounds is what I generally eat in a given day. So we can say that on average, on carnivore, I get two-tenths of one milligram of vitamin C every single day. But the minimum to avoid scurvy is 45 milligrams a day, and I don't have scurvy. And I should remind you of what we just covered, that you'll start to see symptoms within four weeks or at the most three months. I've been in ketosis for four and a half years, and I've been carnivore eating exclusively meat for two and a half years. So when am I going to get scurvy? I should also add, there are literally millions of people eating carnivore style. They don't have scurvy either. So how do we explain this? Well, clearly, when your body's functioning in ketosis, your body uses nutrients in a dramatically different manner than when you're in glucosis, because people who funct their bodies function in glucosis, they have to have that 45 milligrams of vitamin C a day, or they will get scurvy. And the story about meat and vitamin C and scurvy illustrates, hopefully to you, that there is a dramatic difference between glucosis and ketosis, and nobody in the medical community is talking to you about that. And that brings us around to the study. Dr. Dannon got the idea for the study after he observed family members with autism and seizures improve dramatically after several weeks of living in ketosis. So what was the outcome of the study? By the way, I'll put the link down in the notes. I'm not going to cover the entire study with you here in this presentation. You can read it for yourself. So what were the outcome or the conclusions of Dannon's study? Let's see. Symptoms of depression and psychosis improved in all patients who followed the diet for longer than two weeks, with improvements becoming noticeable within three weeks or less. 43% of patients achieved clinical remission, and 64% were discharged from the hospital on less psychiatric medication. Dr. Dannon had worked with many of these patients for years before he did this study, he stated that he had never seen any sort of dramatic improvement in them as he did when they were living in a state of ketosis. In addition to the psychiatric side of things, he also witnessed their metabolic health improve significantly. People with psychological issues often suffer from dramatic weight gain, obesity, diabetes, hypertension, and metabolic syndrome. During the study, participants experienced significant improvements in markers of metabolic health, including blood pressure, blood glucose, triglycerides, and body weight. Before I continue, I want to draw your attention to the fact that this study proves something very, very significant. And that is that mental illness is not solely psychological. Dannon's study shows that there is absolutely, inarguably, a physiological aspect to mental illness. When the body is in ketosis, the cells of the brain consume exclusively 
ketone bodies as their fuel source. And that is dramatically different. That's a 180 from what happens when you live in glucosis. And here's a very important thing for you to know. In the scope of millions of years of humankind's history on Earth, humans have only fueled their cells with glucose for an incredibly short period of time. For millions of years, 99% of the humans on the Earth lived from birth till death in ketosis. And only about 7,000 years ago did that begin to ever so slowly shift away from ketosis over towards glucosis. That was due to the development of agriculture. For illustrative purposes, let's just run some numbers. Let's say humankind has existed on the planet Earth for 2 million years. That means that man has lived in a state of ketosis for 99.65% of human history, only living in glucose for 0.35% of human history. Accordingly, for which method of fueling the 100 trillion cells of your body do you imagine your body is genetically coded? That system that the human body is used for 99.65% of human history, or the method used for about a third of 1% of that time? In today's world, 99% of the population, they fuel their cells with glucose. They're in glucosis, which is not the way the human body is genetically coded to fuel the 100 trillion cells of your body. The body's ability to burn glucose is actually a backup system intended for survival circumstances. One might reasonably call it an emergency protocol. Imagine how healthy it is to run on a backup system, an emergency protocol system, 24-7 for decades. That's what the vast majority of the human race has been doing for some time and is doing right now. I'm not. You almost certainly are. I say that to make the point that understanding anthropological physiology as I do, it doesn't surprise me in the least that bodies in ketosis, thus fueling their brain cells with ketones, as the body is genetically coded to do, significantly ameliorates mental illness. doesn't surprise me in the least. An intriguing question is whether any of these people would have developed mental illness in the first place their bodies had been operating in ketosis since the day they were born, which is how it was with the human race for millions and millions and millions of years. Today, we live in a highly contentious world. I've seen a dramatic shift in angst, anger, and the decay of civility in the decades since I was a young man. What if, just as ketosis ameliorates serious mental illness, it can also render people less angry, less aggressive towards one another? I'd like to share a personal anecdote with you. As I sit here talking with you today, I've been in ketosis for four and a half years. Before I shifted into ketosis, I was somewhat well known for something that ended up being dubbed my angry truck rants. They were so popular, seen by so many people, that one of them was even featured on the Drudge Report. Doing those angry truck rants, uh, venting the frustration and anger about the insanity around us was fairly cathartic. But here's the thing. Since I shifted into ketosis, I no longer feel that anger that was expressed in those angry truck rants. I see the exact same 
intellectual conclusions when I look at the insanity around us. But since moving into ketosis, I just no longer feel that anger. Interestingly, this appears to dovetail with something that virtually everybody who goes into ketosis talks about, and that is that they have significantly improved mental clarity. It seems that that increased mental clarity is accompanied by a reduction in the anger reaction to things we see around us. I find that intriguing. In fact, I believe that is exactly the adjustment we need in our national psyche right now at this point in history. So what are the odds that people are going to choose to improve themselves and perhaps improve the country by shifting into a state where they live in ketosis? On a society-wide basis, that would be zero. Most everyone I talk to expresses that they would like to see change in this country, but in the same breath, very few, almost none, think that the change should occur within themselves. Everyone wants change, but nobody is willing to change. And for the record, that's a fail construct. All change begins with you. Allow me to share a quote with you from Gandhi, who said, quote, all the tendencies present in the outer world are to be found in the world of our body. If we could change ourselves, the tendencies in the world would also change. As a man changes his own nature, so does the attitude of the world change towards him. A wonderful thing it is, and the source of our happiness. We need not wait to see what others do. Close quote. If you're one of those people who take responsibility for the world around you, for the events around you, and for your role in it, I want to encourage you to go to drreality.news and pick yourself up a copy of Body Science and learn about the science of ketosis. Now, I want to be clear. This is not a diet book. I know I talked about the keto diet. Body Science is not at all a diet book. It is a book on human physiology that is made simple for everyone to understand. And it will provide you with the A to Z on the science of what happens with your body when you live in ketosis, which is hands down, hands down, the most healthful thing you can do for yourself. We know that these profound health changes are not merely from the neck down. It also includes dramatic changes to our brain. And when I say dramatic changes, I mean dramatically healthy changes because the cells of your brain are genetically coded to run on ketones. But for your entire life, you've been forcing them to run on a backup system, the emergency mode. You've been forcing them to run on glucose. They are genetically intended to run on ketones. How much more active and productive and healthy do you imagine those cells of your brains are going to be when you give them the fuel source for which they are genetically coded? So I want to encourage you, to get a copy of Body Science for yourself, for people you love. I, I literally have people purchase Body Science, read it, and then they drop me an email thanking me, telling me about all the tremendous health benefits they've experienced living in ketosis, and that they're going to buy these books for their family, the people they love. Also, while you're there, have a look at Income Tax Shattering the Mist. Read the little synopsis of what it's about, and then read what the reviews say. I, I think you'll find it fascinating. It tells the truth the legal truth, the hardcore, irrefutable legal truth about who Congress has imposed the income tax on, and more importantly, who it hasn't. Hint, it hasn't imposed it. The ordinary Americans out there working for a living. And the only reason that you believe otherwise is that you've been buffaloed by a 60-year 
massive and successful disinformation campaign to convince you that Congress did when you look at the law and they didn't. Also, if you appreciate this sort of presentation that is intended to significantly improve your life, do me a favor, grab a copy of Income Tax Shadow and Mr. Body Science, because when you do so, you help me to continue to be here for you with these kind of presentations. Thank you. Thank you.